0: the coming weeks End quote. more info is at hurleyvilleartcenter.org that's all for now this is wjff and uh radio catskill here uh we'll be getting into the national headlines now in just a moment uh just a refresher on where we are and what we're doing here on wjff that uh we're down to uh just uh three people coming into our building and that's our staff. Uh just two of us are, are getting on air at any given moment. Tim Bruno's been with you in the mornings, I've been with you in the afternoons and evenings. And also uh we've been booking uh as many local live guests as we can during the the, uh, the late end of the hours of all things considered, hours one and two at four or five in the afternoon. Um, and then also we're, we've been airing as many of the national headlines paired with pre-recorded local headlines, uh, or even live local headlines whenever we get the chance, uh, throughout the day. So just to increase the amount of information that's getting to you, that's the sort of thing we've been doing coming up. We'll have, uh, Roberta Byron Lockwood from Sullivan County Visitors Association day. We'll also be checking in with the Delo, the Wayne County Arts Alliance. Let's go to the news.
1: The unprecedented disruptions from the COVID-19 outbreak is driving up unemployment claims to record levels in the United States. And Pierce Chris Arnold says that last week, more than three million people filed applications. For jobless benefits. That's nearly five times the previous record for a week during the Great Recession. But there's actually some good news in this huge number. We've known that a lot of people are losing jobs. This shows that at least three million of them were able to file for unemployment last week. The system was not made to handle such a massive surge. And some state websites have been crashing. The phone lines have been overwhelmed. So it's in a way encouraging that many people are succeeding so that money can start flowing to help them. And a lot more more will likely be filing. The $2 trillion bill just passed by the Senate would expand coverage to reach a lot more people, including furloughed, contract and gig workers. Chris Arnold and News. Well, the U.S. House is expected to soon pass legislation, one of the largest of its kind approved by the modern Congress. A key feature of this bill is direct cash payments to most Americans. Individuals who earn $75,000 or less will get $1,200 checks. Married couples with combined earnings of under $150,000 will get checks of $2,400. Parents who will receive $500 per child under this legislation. Well, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is blasting the $2 trillion coronavirus relief package pending in Congress. And Piers Windsor-Johnson explains that Cuomo says the bill which was designed to ease the economic fallout from the outbreak, earmarks $5 billion in financial aid for the state.
2: Governor Cuomo calls the relief package reckless and irresponsible, adding that New York has already spent $1 billion fighting the pandemic and estimates it will cost up to $15 billion in lost revenue. In his daily briefing, Cuomo also touched on the public health front, warning that even the best-case scenarios will overwhelm the state's existing hospital capacity
1: little reality. Keep the curve down as low as you can, but you cannot get the curve down low enough so that you don't overwhelm the hospital capacity.
2: Cuomo says the number of people in New York State hospitalized for the virus has jumped 40 percent since Wednesday. Windsor-Johnston, NPR News.
1: The Trump administration is charging Venezuelan President Nicolás Maduro and some of his aides with drug trafficking and other crimes. Attorney General William Barr made the announcement in a live stream news conference today. The Iranian government is denying that a former FBI agent who disappeared in Iran 13 years ago died in its custody. Yesterday, Robert Levinson's family said in a statement that it believed, based on information from U.S. officials, that the former agent-turned-private investigator was no longer alive. This is NPR News.
2: Hi, I'm Ron Bernthal. On previous segments of Borders, you have heard music and interviews from the Leipzig Bach Festival to the hills of Appalachia and from Japan to the Opera House in Bilbao, Spain. Borders covers everything from Cape Verde's struggling tourism economy to the fracking controversy in northeast Pennsylvania. Tune in on Tuesdays at 12 noon for a trip across the borders of the world.
0: and now it's time for Bodhi Talk with uh, Doug Bill, and Doug Bill's with us live on the phone. Doug, are you there?
2: Yes, I am, Jason. Uh, namaste to you and all of our listeners.
0: Thank you. And uh, same to you. And how are you doing? Before you, we get into what it is you want to share with the listener. just how, how are you holding up right now where you are? Because I think that's a question everybody's asking everyone when they talk to them.
2: And everybody's got a quite, quite a story to tell. It's just everything upside down, unprecedented times. And it's really uh, been challenging in various ways. And as far as personally, Riza, my wife, and I are um, just doing phone sessions, uh, FaceTime occasionally um, with our clients and following the guidelines of social isolation and just uh... doing all that we can to keep our energies up taking care of ourselves and each other and on top of everything this is uh... kind of a crazy uh, situation that we got ourselves into before all of this came up we started a process of getting a new puppy (laughs) And it's a puppy that, uh, you know, down in Puerto Rico, there are so many pets that are homeless because of all of the hurricane uh, activity, down the storm activity in that region. And we ended up getting a a puppy, I went into the Newark Airport on Sunday morning and brought her home. And so any of you who have gone through the process of dealing with a, a new puppy, she's only under four months old. You know that that in itself can be stressful. So <laughs> uh, it's
0: yeah, it's a it's a heck of a time. Uh, to all move, the more
2: reason you? for us to be particularly mindful of uh, keeping everything uh, uh, well, as far as our energies uh, to keep our energies up. Fortunately, the dog is sleeping through the night, so we're getting a good night's rest. And
0: well, That's good. But what
2: I wanted to talk about today, as well, I, I began yeah. last week with you, Jason, as far as self-care regimen, that I think is particularly important now, uh, just to maintain our resistance to, well, particularly the coronavirus, uh, as well as any other cold or flu issues that may, uh, with the change of seasons now, the weather just going up and down today, it's almost uh, just a sweatshirt, I was out, a hoodie, taking a walk. But it's sunny and clear, but now they're talking about rain and colder conditions again. Mm. So, anyway, that's basically where we're at.
0: And, uh, I, think...
2: and I just wanted to make a uh, an, an observation as to the wonderful job, Jason, that you and Tim and Dan, uh, minding this whole... Uh, process of uh, running shows 24-7 without the volunteers that are ordinarily there. Uh, I'm i'm amazed at uh, the work that you guys are doing
0: well thank you thank you so much for that we did you, you don't have to but thank you and and uh and we've been getting a lot of support and feedback from the community of course uh everybody not just us everybody is stepping up uh as they can so many people in the community are doing what they can and so many people uh the the necessary response to this whether it's uh, impacting your job or or other aspects of your life or your health um plans are changing people keep changing their plans uh, mm-hmm. uh because we have to and like we kind of sure. take it day by day now i i think you there were a couple things you were planning on talking about today but then you you thought about it again and came up with another plan is that right well
2: i um essentially uh I wanted to focus on uh, the practice of meditation, which uh, you know I always end with what I call a namaste booster, which right. is really about a, a very uh, focused uh, state of relaxed awareness uh, meditation uh, is something that has been found to be uh, so beneficial for stress related illnesses and Uh, It's something that um, I just wanted to um, focus on that today particularly. But before we get into that, I I do want to generally focus on the need, as I had said just a moment ago, as to the need for self-care. And that is from what is... uh, Pretty much mainstream now. The holistic model. Uh, I know that when I first got getting got into the holistic health uh, perspective back, you know, it was in 1976. Uh, those that I was hanging out with were among the people referred to as the uh, health nuts or the lunatic fringe, because it was not generally appreciated as to how important it is to take care of mind, body, heart, and soul, but as I say, it's now very mainstream, and um, although I find that it's still more physically oriented as far as, yeah, taking good care of your body physically, taking... uh, uh, making sure that you're getting a good night's rest, eating well, exercising, resting, and also dealing with your emotional relationships and uh, developing your uh, focus and mind. But uh, the spiritual component, again, it's mind, body, heart, and soul. The The tendency is to, since we're such a materialistic society, uh, we perceive ourselves as being uh, physical bodies, human beings. And as I always point out at the beginning of the show, which I didn't (laughs) do my usual lead in, uh, as far as the, the intention of Bodhi Talk is to inform, inspire, and empower each of us to wake up to who we really are. Not human beings having a spiritual experience, but spiritual beings having a human experience. And so that's the the essential uh, foundation of what it is that Bodhi talk, which means to wake up, uh, Bodhi, uh, Sanskrit, uh, the same root as the word uh, for one who has awakened from the dream, a Buddha. And so, it's really though the the spiritual component, waking up to our true nature, that. Uh, Body talk is focused upon. And the practice of meditation, mindfulness, is something that uh, particularly in these times because uh, research shows that meditation can sort of rewire your brain to improve your focus, your happiness, and your, also your productivity. It's also therapeutic for people with anxiety, depression, PTSD, and high blood pressure. And I'd say that uh, a daily meditation practice can be a big help during the coronavirus crisis because it decreases brain activity. And this is terminology that's a little... uh, Actually, I'm taking this from an article that my sister just passed on to me. Uh, um, So it decreases brain activity in the default mode network and increases it in the right medial temporal lobe. Now, what is that supposed to mean? Uh, Actually, uh, instead of being stuck in the part of your brain that ruminates on how things can go wrong, it activates the part of your mind associated with attention and concentration. And that means uh, less time is spent worrying about what the future may bring and more time living in the present where you can be of help to your loved ones and yourself. And essentially, that's the message that I think is um, so important. Uh, in, in these times, uh, fear is such a dominating factor. Um, we're getting caught up in these ideas that. Uh, um, I mean, there's all kinds of conspiracy theories out there. I was talking to one of my clients who's been on online on the Internet and hearing about all these different things, which I won't even uh, uh, mention the specifics. Uh, but that's where the that ruminating process, oh, my God, what if this happens? And, oh, what about these people doing that? And uh, we can really get... Uh, caught up, go down that rabbit hole of all these different ideas and uh, scary notions. Whereas if we're able to just be present, we don't really know where the future will take us and the past is already finished. And the present, right here and now, is all that we need to really focus on because that's where everything is happening. And to be present with that through the practice of meditation uh so i mean that's what i'd like to can i
0: can i ask you like you know i I can see somebody saying like well yeah but i need to i need to worry about what's going to happen because i need to plan ahead because now i'm not sure what's up with my job or i'm not sure uh you know how grandma's going to get her next meal or something like that are you saying that like like people can still uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I'm assuming that what you're saying is that people can still think about those things when it's time to actually think about them and do something and make plans, but other times should leave your emotional and mental state in a place where you're not uh, worrying about what might be or what already has been.
2: Right, and, and that's really the key here. Um, in any given moment, there's only one thing we can do, and if we just focus on that, uh and actually, just using the experience of having a puppy uh, it it um I'm finding that being mindful is so important um, there's a lot of things that can go wrong there I mean their dog is chewing stuff all the time so i'm I'm needing to be in the moment mindful of what it is that I can offer the puppy to distract her from chewing the the wicker rocking chair and having chew toys and just keeping her busy and just uh, attending to her in the moment. And as you say, uh, if I have a, a friend or a relative who in the moment is needing my assistance, I will do what, I need to do right now in this moment. I'll make a plan to uh, do things. Being present doesn't mean we don't plan, and it also doesn't mean that we don't learn from our mistakes. It actually means that we're focusing our attention right now without putting a drag on our energies by all the what-ifs, what if this happens? And what if that happens? And, oh, this horrible thing! Um, they're they're talking about this happening. Oh my gosh! And I don't know what is going to happen later. All I have control over is right now, and the process of meditation is about staying focused on. Well, uh, there's a, a common uh, practice meditation that's only focusing on the breath just the sensation of the breath flowing in and out and whenever the mind wanders to a thought or a, a, a sensation or a fantasy or a memory I simply say okay well let let me go back to my attention to the breath and keep my focus there and what actually happens, as I was describing the actual, <laughs> the scientific effect, the the actual physiological effect on the brain of the activity going into that default mode network and increasing the right medial temporal lobe, which is basically where we can become more focused. Um, it's a uh, it's training our mind by going through this process, beginning with just a uh, Maybe five minutes a day and adding another minute every day until you can get to eight minutes, 10 minutes or longer. It's not something that you want to push yourself into. Uh, but you know back to your point, Jason, is to uh, this is something very practical. If we have loved ones that need our assistance, we don't go up into some airy-fairy context of, oh, everything's going to be just fine. We, we attend to what it is that we can do in the moment. And uh, as we were discussing last week, Jason, I was just describing this uh, oneness where we're all interrelated, like an ocean, drops in an ocean. Right. And the ocean itself has great power and beyond each drop within the ocean. And that's really what it is that this presence we call God, Holy Spirit, uh, uh, Allah, in uh, many, many names to describe the same essential beingness. And when we understand how we're all interrelated, we trust that this presence is going to sustain us and nurture us even though there may appear to be horrible things happening um, not to say that horrible things don't happen uh, but when we're allowing ourselves to be present we're much more able to sort of flow with the challenges and overcome them more more uh, uh, realistically, um, we have the capacity, what our energ- energies are focused in the present, and like I say, not having um, ourselves dragged down into all the horribleizing that we may do. Um, keep ourselves in a more positive, focused state. And that takes practice.
0: Um don't want to go too far on the analogy but just thinking of that that concept of the drop of water you know what makes a drop of water any kind of unit of water that unit of water uh what makes a drop of water is the is its barrier is its surface tension uh, between it and the surrounding air or tabletop or or land or whatever it is. And then to talk about that drop merging with the ocean, you're literally talking about removing that that barrier, that separation, and so that you actually merge, you dip in.
2: Yes, and I mean, that's actually a state of consciousness that is referred to as cosmic consciousness, uh, uh, unitary uh, consciousness and um, many of the systems that I've studied are uh, grounded in the understanding that there basically is one mind of which we're all apart and there's something as a whole uh, a philosophical or spiritual perspective of what's known as non-dualism mm. where there is only oneness there's not two. So there isn't me and you and other people separate. We're all interrelated, the same stuff, the same purpose, the same essential challenges. And, uh, and this is where you were just describing, Jason, how a lot of people are coming together and supporting each other. And This is, uh, well, we could look back on this coronavirus crisis uh, sometime from now and hopefully look at it as a wake-up call that helped us move in the direction of realizing that we're all in this together and it's really crazy to fight wars and engage in all of this xenophobic separation of us against them and you against me, Uh, when we consolidate our uh, resources, as we really must do, because this planet has been abused for, well, millennia, really. And we need to do all we can to maintain our uh, aliveness and uh, so our integrity. So anyway, this process of meditation, um, I think we still have several minutes.
0: Yes, we do. We Basically. got we got about five minutes, yeah.
2: So maybe we can just uh, um, sort of review what it is that the process is all about and go through a brief mindfulness meditation namaste booster as i usually refer okay. to it and uh,
0: so i've got I a got i've the, got a tambora in f a mean mu- very peaceful musician uh playing tambora in f and so i'll bring that up and then that when you get in the booster i'll bring it up a little bit more
2: very good Okay, so initially what it is that is important is that we just sit in a comfortable position with the, the spine erect. I mean, there should be a, like a gentle S-curve in at the back of the neck and then out at the upper back, inward at the lower back, and then out at the tailbone. Just to, um, Because this is the, the central nervous system, the spinal column. You want that to be in alignment, upright. So not leaning forward or twisting or... Uh, going from side to side but just being straight and alert and awake and to just have this sense of awareness of where you are in time and space and if you can start the music now Jason, just allow your attention to be focused on the breath flowing in and out and if you can just allow that awareness to center on that opening of the nostrils that point where the air is flowing in with each inhalation and out with each exhalation and you may notice a very slight cooling sensation with the inhalation and a slight warmth as you exhale and don't expect yourself to stay on that focused attention on the breath the mind is going to wander and that's natural that's what you would expect and but as it does just allow your attention to return to the breath it'll again wander away to a sensation a memory a plan or a thought and then you can just gently bring your awareness again back to the flow of your breath just gently inhaling and exhaling and notice how as you do that there's there may be a kind of a letting go of tension in your physical body and also letting go of any worrisome concerns about the past or the future just let all that go as you continue watching your breath flow in and out and i often recommend the use of uh, mantra meditation where you listen to a sound and there's a universal mantra that i've talked about before so hum and it's sort of like the sound of the breath listen to that so as you inhale and hum as you exhale h-u-m it's almost h-a-m Each time you inhale, so, and then hum as the exhalation happens. And just keep your mind focused on that as you continue just being mindful of where the mind goes. And if you can just determine to practice this, for, like I say, only maybe five minutes at first and gradually increase that one minute at a time. It's very simple. And the mind is, well, it's often referred to as a, like a wild monkey that's going all over the place, or a puppy that's just going this way and that. And just gently bring it back to the flow of your breath. and bring your awareness back to where you are in time and space and bring yourself back into alertness what's going on around you and again remember to, to practice and I always end with remember be kind for everyone you meet is fighting a hard battle
0: Doug Bill, thank you so much for joining us live today for Bodhi Talk. Hope you're doing well and and continue to do well.
2: Thank you very much, and uh, namaste.
0: Namaste. Okay, take care.